Andrew Live, go for it, Frederick. Awesome. Uh, welcome everyone to the GEG Minnesota Metro Area launch event. This is GEG Minnesota Metro Area. Uh, we have a couple guests before we get started. Um, we have Mei Ju, who is the regional program manager for Google Trainer, uh, Google for Education, the trainer program. And we have Annie uh, Nash, who is the regional. So May is the one in charge and Annie is the regional one. And let's have them take it away. Hey, yeah. Hi, everyone. So yeah, just um, as Frederick mentioned, I am May and I um, lead our trainer program. So just I probably a bunch of you who are uh, joining now have seen me in other GG launches. So I just am so grateful and happy for all the GG leaders like Frederick to be stepping up and really just, um, you know, restarting all these across the US. I'm really excited to see what all you GG leaders are going to do. I'm super psyched. And I'm just really excited. And yeah, I think many of you are in our trainer program. If you're not, um, please feel free to take a look and apply to our program. I think it's so awesome. And yeah, I'm biased. I lead the program, but I think it's such a great resource for everyone. So yeah, thanks so much. And I just wanted to say hi to everyone and feel free to reach out if you need anything. Thanks, Meg. Um, mm -hmm. Hi, everyone. Yeah, like Frederick said, I'm Annie Nash. Um, I am the regional program manager for Minnesota. So I'm actually based out of Chicago and I work with districts in Minnesota and kind of across the Midwest. Um, I work with folks like May who support the trainers uh, worldwide, but I also work very specifically with districts um, in the Midwest. So if your district is looking to connect with someone from Google for Education, more likely than not, that person is me. Um, so I just wanted to pop in here and say hello. And um, just so excited that this is you know new and getting off the ground. Um, so big kudos to everyone who was a part of making this happen. Uh, super excited just to working, work with all of you in the future too. So um, thank you again for having me and I, I will definitely be in touch. Thank you very much. Awesome. So let's let's get this rolling. Um, you can join the GEG if you haven't done so, and it doesn't matter where you live, please join us. Uh, you can go to bit.ly at GEGMMA, or you're already doing it, watching it live on YouTube, there's the bit.ly for that. Let's, let's get into it. Next slide, please. Um, so this is the launch event. Again, the, when I when the slides go live at the end, you can also follow us on Twitter or again, go to the website to join us. Next slide. Um, our agenda for this evening is the welcome, which we just got from May and Annie. I'm gonna give a little information about how this GEG got formed and then we'll pass it on to Devin, who's gonna tell us what's new with Google. Then Emily V will be talking about Google certification level one and level two tips and tricks. Then trainer tips from Emily T, who's gonna talk about the Google trainer program that May alluded to. And then we'll round it out with Luis Pertus from GEG Barroquia, Colombia, who is in my innovator group. Um, and he's gonna talk about innovator. That's us. Um, it, when the slide links go live, you can click on those fancy pictures and go directly to our our Twitter accounts. So where'd this all come from? 
about a I'm going to say almost two months ago, I attended a GEG staff room, Mental Health Matters. It was done by the Global GEG group, which is now the YouTube channel we're on. And I met some GEG members from around the world. And I was like, why have I heard GEG before? Oh, yeah. When I did the Google training on their website, it talked about GEGs. So I looked, and there wasn't one in the area. So. Um, I was introduced to Google educator groups, and then I contacted Luis, again, Luis Pertus, who will be on later. We were both in the same Innovator Academy, NYC 19, the best one. Anyway, he, as a GEG leader, um, nominated me, and so I put this together, and I thought, this is just what we need. When I gave it the name, I kind of went a little overboard. Most of them are shorter, but here we have Minnesota Metro Area. That's why we've shortened it to G-E-G-M-M-A. So what is a GEG? It's an independently run community of educators. So it's like I may be the quote unquote leader, but it's really your group and it's whatever you want to do. Um, we're here to empower and inspire each other to meet the needs of our students and connect through meetups, monthly online sessions or social media. And we're gonna share, learn and collaborate together. So this is for all of us. And next up, we have Devin talking about what's new. Hi, I'm Devin. Thanks for having me. Um, I am pretty excited to show you some of the things that uh, excite me uh, coming out of Google. Next slide. Um, some of you may have already seen this. It came out uh, pretty shortly after school started shutting down, um, really responsively to help teachers connect with their students uh, when they couldn't be in the same room together. So the Google Teach From Home webpage is full of uh, tips and resources for really getting going with your students um, virtually, uh, when it's something that not every teacher has trained how to do. Uh, you know, some of us uh, have, have spent time digging into these tools, but others are really beginners. And these are some great ways for no matter your skill level, you can jump in and be able to teach remotely uh, to any students. Next, please. Uh, Google Classroom also got a Google Meet integration, which I think has been a life changer for some of the middle school teachers that I work with. Uh, being able to really easily start a meet with their students uh, in a moderated way where they can make sure that the middle schoolers are all kind of staying in line. Uh, it's just super easy to start. You click a button and it goes. So it's a really nice way to have that student-to-student -student interaction and then that face-to-face -face interaction that sometimes people are missing out on when they're working virtually. Next, please. Uh, Google Meet. I'm sure some of you feel like you live in a Meet. Uh, I know that I do lately. Uh, it's now in your Gmail. So in the last couple of weeks, I'm sure that you all saw that little thing pop up that says Meet is new on the side underneath your contact list above your chat. And uh, that's really easy for, you know, getting a Meet going with some of your coworkers, uh, I've found, uh, or even starting a Meet instantaneously with students. Um, those of you who have been can we go back? I had a little more, sorry. Uh, two extensions you might wanna try if you haven't already are GridView. Uh, that expands a little bit more from what Google already offers. Uh, I think with the Google view, you can do four by four, so 16. GridView extension lets you see way more. I think when I was in my trainer cohort group the other day, we had 
uh, over 80 uh, at a time. I'm not sure where that max is out, but I, maybe we can find out one day. And uh, meet attendance so that if you are there for a meeting or for class, you don't have to uh, do another attendance taking thing. It'll mark down who is there and you can look at it later. Next, please. Thanks. These are two things that have popped up in my Google Docs in the last couple of weeks that um, I'm not sure if some of you have noticed. Uh, I love me some productivity tricks, and these are two great ones. The first one is really awesome for uh, students. I think we have a lot of our students, third through 12th grade, who are on Chromebooks right now. And I know that occasionally there are issues with them trying to see two things at once. Well, now you can preview Google Slide Decks within Google Docs. So when you're in Google Docs and you have a link in there, uh, the student can look at the preview of the link and they'll see something come up that asks if they want to preview the slides in Docs. And that'll allow them to scroll through all of the slides. It doesn't allow them to edit it, but it allows them to access that information so they can look at two things at once. Um, without having to switch back and forth and like resize the windows and things like that, that sometimes just get cumbersome when you're working on a smaller screen. Um, another thing that I saw, which is just one of those little things that I think makes life a little bit better, is those uh, link uh, replacers. So when you copy and paste a URL into a Google Doc, now Google Docs will ask you if you'd like to replace it with the title of the website. So similarly to how a preview has been showing up uh, in Google Docs for other linked items, it'll now ask you, do you want to replace that with the title? And it has those little magic stars next to it in the blue. And if you click yes, it will automatically change it and it's still linked to your original source. Next, please. Uh, three new features in Google Sites, site templates. Um, I've been using Google Sites a little bit more lately, and I think that the templates have been really great for people to be able to say this is our standard, and also to get people started if they maybe don't have the basics of getting something structured and set up nicely, and you just want them to be able to fill in their uh, information. Announcement banners have been great too, uh, to make sure that the visitors see things that are uh, time-sensitive updates or something that you think is really exciting and you want to highlight every time someone shows up to your site. And then the last one is the access for family link accounts. If you have families uh, who are working with family link accounts for that added layer of digital security for their kids uh, or maybe their spouses, who knows, uh, then they can use the family link uh, with edit viewing and editing sites. And then the last thing on here is presenting a Chrome tab. When you are in Meets, there's now an option to uh, present a Chrome tab. So instead of having to pick, do I share my whole window? Do I share just this, uh, just this browser screen? There's a new option for just one of your tabs. And what that does is it lets you have some higher quality video and audio in there. Uh, and one of the neat things about this is when you are playing a video on your Meet, if you're playing it through that tab, then people will be able to hear the video and audio being shared. I know I was in a meeting with an elementary school principal a couple weeks ago, and he was trying to play this uh, YouTube clip to kind of get everyone in the right mood for the beginning of the meeting. And uh, he had his earbuds in, so he clicked play and he could hear the volume, but none of the rest of us could. And when I saw this feature come out a 
couple weeks ago, I emailed him quickly and I was like, oh my gosh, you have to try this out for your next meeting. And so he was able to, you know, get the video played and everyone was able to kind of get in on the joke together rather than just him hearing it. So those are a few of the new Google features, things that are changing or things that I just wanted to point your attention to. Um, I hope that you found maybe one that you would like to try out. Thanks. Thank you very much, Devin. Uh, um, I, I'm trying to guess which principal it was. I'll tell me later. Anyway, next up, we have Emily V. Uh, Lassen, who's going to be talking about Google certification level one and level two. Hi there. Um, I'm, my name is Emily Vlasen. I am an elementary teacher here in Minnesota, and we'll be talking about Google certifications. Next slide, please. There are two different certifications you can get, level one and level two. Level one is a really good baseline and a good place to start if you're new to Google. It measures your proficiency in the Google apps, and it's a really great learning tool to learn different skills within Google Suite. Level two is more of a mastery assessment. It takes it one step further, and it really starts to transform your instruction and the learning in your classroom. Next slide. Thank you. There are a lot of things that both of these certifications have in common. They both have a cost. Level one is $10 and level two is $25. They're both valid for three years and they both take about three hours to complete. So make sure you have enough time when you start your test. Both level one and level two are a pass or fail and you'll need to have access to your webcam and to Google Chrome when you're taking this assessment. Something um, to think about when you're taking level one and level two is that you can take them in any order. You could take level two first if you'd like to, and then level one, you could take level one one day and then level two the second day. But I do suggest spacing out level one and level two since they are both valid for three years. I did my level one certification and then I waited a year to get level two so I can renew them in diff at different times. There are a lot of really great benefits to level one certification, level two certification. I am probably going to sound like a lot of teachers you've heard, but they really give you confidence in your skills with the Google Suite and the apps. I think it's a great way for us, especially during distance learning, to gain that confidence and be able to guide our instruction. Um, something else that's important that you need to know while taking these assessments is that there is a multiple choice portion and there is an application portion. I'd say it's about 50-50. So half of your questions are gonna be multiple choice and then about half of the test is you applying the skills that you have to the apps in Google. So it's really important that you're paying attention to all of those questions, especially during the application process because some of them have multi-steps. Next slide, please. Here are a few tips for success for your certification. Make sure that you have the latest version of Chrome on your device. Have your webcam ready, and I would test it out to make sure if it works. During your certification, they will be taking pictures of you periodically. Make sure that you know how to open an incognito mode window and be prepared to sit for a while. Like I said, it takes about three hours, so have some snacks, maybe something to drink. Make sure you use the restroom. Um, and it's really important to know that when you register to take your test, you only have seven days to take that test. So make sure that you plan to take it within the week of registering or paying for it. 
Um, something else to keep in mind is that no human is going to be scoring your test, so it doesn't have to be pretty, it just has to be correct. I would highly suggest using Google's Training Center to complete those modules to kind of see where you're at. Um, there's an end of the unit test for each one, and you can also bookmark those Google Training Center pages to help you out while you're taking the assessment. I would also suggest to have a second laptop or device next to you. So you can look up content that you're maybe unsure about. Um, you can use the internet, but you can't use other humans while you're getting this test done. Make sure you're reading those questions really carefully. Like I said previously, during your application process, you'll be using some of the apps in Google Suite and some of them have multi-step tasks for you to do. You can mark or review any questions that you're unsure about, but it's also really important that you don't skip any of the questions. Just answer them to your best knowledge and mark them so you can check them at the end. Um, we also want to make sure that you are pinning the exam to your window so you don't accidentally close it. Google actually prompts you to do this before taking your tests. Um, again, follow those directions exactly as they're stated. Sometimes you'll have multi-step ones. There will be a clock for you to see so you know how much time you have left. I suggest being aware of it, but don't let it distract you or stress you out. Don't overthink it. Take your test and you'll get your results immediately. And then you can celebrate because you'll be a certified educator from Google. We have some resources linked in here. Like Rick said, you'll be able to have access to these later. Um, there's some sample questions, some training for both levels one and two. And there's also some hyperdocs, checklists, and a pacing guide that others have created for you to use as well. Good luck. Thanks, Emily. Um, yeah, the, the pin tab is huge. Um, that's, I live my life with pin tabs. Next up, we have Emily T. Emily Thomas, who's gonna talk about becoming a trainer and tips for becoming a trainer. Thank you so much. Uh, as said, my name is Emily Thomas and I am a Google for Education certified trainer and I work uh, in the Minneapolis metro area and my actual job title is a tech trainer. So it's pretty uh, harmonious for me. Uh, next slide, please. So I thought we'd start with a little bit of uh, why you might be, want to become a trainer. And the first bit is you get this super cool badge. And really, we kind of all know that the reason you're doing this is for the super cool badge that you can throw in your email signature or the awesome certificate you can print out and hang above your desk, on your door, wherever you feel like hanging those because you worked hard to get it. Uh, there are a ton of other awesome benefits besides the super sweet badge. Uh, those include you can sign up for a Google Trainer domain so that you can go in and test the back end and try out different things and do things that you might not be able to do in your school district's Google domain. Uh, there is the fabulous Google Trainer forum with tons of resources and discussions, and it is probably one of my favorite things about being a trainer because there are so many useful things that you can uh, grab and get from others and everyone is willing to share their resources and connect and collaborate. It's fabulous. Uh, there is a profile for you to create in the EDU app. And then if you so choose, you can appear in the Google EDU directory, which can help you be found by other districts and users um, in the area. 
So, so then before you apply, just some things to kind of make sure that you've done. Um, you will need to have some training under your belt. So preferably G Suite, but does not have to be G Suite. You should have those training sessions documented, just a list or a graph or whatever you have. Um, just ask for some feedback. That is one of the questions on the Google Trainer application. So make sure you do get some feedback for those sessions and then keep in touch with those trainees. It's always good to build those relationships, just like with students. Adults learn better when they have a relationship with you. Next slide. Awesome. All right, a prerequisite. So you do, the level one is optional. You do not need to have the level one, although it is usually recommended. You do need to have the level two certification, and then you have to take the Google Trainer Skills Assessment. All of those do have a cost. There are periodic coupons online for those, but it's again periodic. Um, and the Google Trainer Skills Assessment never expires. The other two, as stated, have three-year um, validity. So that's the first part of your application. The second part of your application is maybe the more intimidating part. It is a trainer video. You have up to three minutes to create a video. You have one minute to talk about your personality, show your Googliness, just really show off who you are, and then two minutes to show your training skills. So I actually linked my video in this presentation that you will have. And then I put, oh, it's a lovely video, isn't it? <laughs> Gotta love that. Um, they're not all great, but that's okay. Uh, putting the trainer playlist from some other fantastic videos of all different styles in there for you as well to look at. Next slide. So here's a link to your application where you can get started on it there and just sort of some of the questions. There are a couple of questions about what you've done, a couple of short answer questions about your experiences, how you've trained, how your trainings were received, those type of things. And then you wait four to six weeks to see if you get it back. So then once you get your trainer certification, there are some things to do, but you want to make sure that you log your trainings, large groups, one-on-one, -on -one, in-person, online, synchronous, asynchronous, so tons of ways to get trainings done. And that's 12 per year. You share some resources with the awesome trainer group. Keep your product, do your product update quiz and keep everything up to date. And then you get to keep your fabulous trainer status. So that's kind of everything you need to know about, in short, becoming a trainer in just a couple of minutes there. Thank you, Emily. Um, I was brave. I would not have included my trainer video. <laughs> um, next up, we're going to introduce Luis Pertus, who was at uh, the NYC 2019 Innovator Academy, the best Innovator Academy, despite what you might see in the chats. Um, he is from GEG uh, Barroquia, Colombia, and he's going to talk about Innovator. So yeah, thanks, Fred, uh, or Rick, or Frederick, or hey, you guy. Um, uh, yeah, um, I'm going to talk about the uh, Google Certified Trainer Academy, and um, it's one of those things that if you really catch me at a good moment, I could just keep on talking and talking and talking about it because it is the best professional development I've ever had in my life, bar none. There's no strings attached. There's nothing you can say that's it's like the best PD I've ever had ever. 
but let's start. Okay, so um, let's talk about the process and the benefits of being a certified innovator. First, there's the application where there is a very lengthy application requirement. Uh, you have to fill out a very long form. You have to give them a bunch of information. You have to answer a bunch of questions. You have to do a whole bunch of stuff. And after you've done all that, also there's also a trainer video and the trainer video and, and the innovator video is also, um, last year it was a lot harder than this year. Last year it was 60 seconds, and in 60 seconds you had to do a whole bunch of things. Right now it's been expanded to 90 seconds, which is a lot more comfy, but still 90 seconds isn't enough time for anything. Um, there's like several things. First you apply, then you wait very, very patiently. And after a couple of, like a month, month and a half after you apply, you get uh, the announcement day, and the announcement day is a day that is uh, very hard for some people and very happy for some others. Um, like Rick, for example, he applied 3 million times and uh, he only got in in the best cohort ever, no matter what the comments say. Um, uh, I got in on my second try. My first try was in for Mexico 18 and I didn't get in there. But yeah, that was... But then the day that it's announced, you're, you're, if you keep up with the Twitter chats and everything, you are along with a lot of other people who also applied and you're all rooting for each other and that day is a rough 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 day but still when you do get applied then you are cordially invited to attend the google certified innovator academy and that takes place in one of the google offices around the world uh every year it changes this year we'll talk about this year in a second but uh, last year, we had academies in Singapore, Japan, Aus uh, Sydney, Australia, um, Mexico, and uh, wait, no, um, New York, uh, Sweden, Sydney, Singapore, lots of places. All of them were, uh, all of them were English speaking except for Brazil and Japan, which were, uh, which were based on those languages. Um, you're also going to have a hit of what they call the Post Academy Blues because you have the most awesome three days you could ever imagine with a bunch of what you would say are strangers, but really, 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 they're just a bunch of like-minded wackos that you found in a place and you're all just the same amount of crazy. And then you're going to have the Post Academy Blues afterwards and you're going to have a little rough time getting back to work and going back to what would call normal life. But then after the Academy, life isn't normal. Then... Um, the idea of the Certified Innovator Program is to actually go and try and challenge changes in education. But then I'll get on that in a second. So um, this was last year. Uh, several of the members of the Global GEG are all members of the cohorts that are up there. There's Sydney, there's London, there's uh, Singapore, there's New York, and there's Sweden. And uh, they're all part of the Certified Innovator Program. Uh, the picture you see over there is the night before we had our academy that we had an excellent advantage. We had an excellent event. And then um, what you see down there is what used to be the dates for the Innovator Academies for this year. There was going to be four academies total, which is a small number. And uh, those were there were going to be two English-speaking academies, one in Sunnyvale, California, and the other one in Sydney. And there were also going to be an academy, one in Spain and one in Mexico for Spanish-speaking innovators. But uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's this thing going around 
And that thing that's going around has put a kibosh on a lot of things that were going to happen for tech and for meeting and for seeing other people in general. And this year, uh, the Innovator Academy has been changed into a virtual Innovator Academy. That's why it's called VIA. And this year, there is going to be one big international online cohort, and we're going to see how that is. The dates to apply are coming up in July, if I'm not mistaken. And I wish a good deal of luck to all the people who are applying. Once you apply, uh, there's uh, the most important thing in your application is you have to state a problem that you see in education. And the problem could be anything. And lots of people think that it has to be something that's going to be solved with Google hardware or Google software or Google anything. And in reality, the problem, the pro the problem that you propose doesn't have to be technological at all. Uh, right now, we are speaking on the good graces of the global GEG uh, group. And the global GEG group is basically a, uh, a uh, an innovator project amongst three innovators that are spearheading this idea with a lot of friends that are also helping. So it's not a Google thing. It, it is related to a Google program, but technology is, is, is not inherent or uh, necessary. Uh, one thing that I can recommend is for those of you who are considering applying, yes, you do have to pose a problem, but please, oh, please don't even hint at a solution. Even if you have everything laid out in your brain, which you shouldn't, um, uh, solutions aren't what they're there for. If you already have a solution, then why are you going to the academy? It makes no sense. Besides, people at the academy come in with one thing and they generally leave with a very different idea. Like my project originally had something to do with lesson plans and now lesson plans are not even in the plans. So yeah, don't worry about it. Have fun. It's an awesome, awesome, awesome experience and I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, to apply, there are certain prerequisites. You have to be a Google certified educator level two. You can skip level one to take level two. Uh, it is not necessary to have one, so you can have the other. So you can just go straight to level two. I went straight to level two, and then I had to go down and take it. I had to go take level one to become trainer because when I applied for trainer, you had to be both level one and two. Um, there are different steps. You have to be able to get to the academy. Google invites you in the sense that they tell you that you can go, but you have to pay your own way or find someone who will pay your own way, and you will have to pay for your own uh, lodging and and but not food. You can you once you arrive at Google, you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you have a lot of fun, and you have very very long, and I wouldn't call it stressful days, but you're gonna be doing stuff all day long. But it's awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, that's all you have to do. You have to have level two. You have to take the. You have to take the. You have to apply. You have to fill out all that application. You have to come up with a video. The video has to be more or less thirty seconds of you introducing yourself and sixty seconds talking about your problem. And you are going to hate the phrase "How might we?" because that's one of the phrases that's going to come up in your application a million times. And during the academy, you're going to have to come up with a million "How might we's." So it's going to be lots and lots of fun. Uh, but yeah, it's like the best experience I've had in my life in professional development, bar none. Uh, I would like to invite you. One of our one of our co-founders for the Global GEG runs an open chat with mentors. Uh, it's uh, it's intended for people who want to apply for any of the Innovator Academies. It happens every once in a while. You can sign up in the form down there. It happens at least three times a week. 
um, at different times uh, spread out across the globe so that people can join at any hour. And you can basically go in, chat with other innovators, talk about your project, talk about your ideas, um, get it out there, uh, talk to people so that you understand what's going on, what you need. Uh, it's a perfect place to find people who will help you out because it, one of those things about the innovator community, the innovator community is the friendliest people you will see ever. If you ever need help, anybody needs any assistance in the application process or for the video, you just throw it out there and people will gladly go and help you out in anything you need. I'm sure I got help with my application and I'm sure that if you ask me, I'll be willing to at least read it before, you know, and give you an honest opinion. And that would be it for me. Thank you very much, Luis. Um, here's a useful resource of when the slide deck goes live um, from the EdTech team. Uh, EdTech team, there are a number of them, of EdTech team people here in Minnesota. Um, and there's always the EdTech team summit that happens in Minnesota pretty regularly, though in, the one in April was online, it was virtual. I presented at that, that was, uh, very similar to this. But anyway, yeah, they're a great resource. Um, next slide, please. So what's next? Uh, we've launched. Uh, so if you want to continue to be a part of GEG Minnesota Metro area, please go ahead and join. Um, you can connect via GEG staff rooms. We're gonna be running some of those that are MMA exclusive, Minnesota Metro area, though of course everyone's invited. Um, connect with open chats, and what you could do is practice and get certified. Part of the reason we showed all of this stuff at our launch is not just because it's a Google educator group, because ultimately it's not gonna just be Google stuff. But if you are interested in Googly things, we presented all this because uh, the purpose of GEGs is to connect with educators, and we thought no matter where you are in your journey of Googliness, uh, these, these are different steps that you can take. So. Uh, practice and try and get certified if you're not. And if you are curious about what's next for GEG Minnesota Metro area, so are we. If you go ahead and join, uh, which is the bit.ly GEG MMA, you'll see either on Facebook or on the Google uh, group that is put together, there is a three question survey. We're asking what you would like to see happen next. Staff room where we just chit chat, uh, train trainings that are done by other metro area people, uh, trainings that are done by some rock stars that you see over there in the chat, uh, whatever. We're looking for what you wanna see happen next. So go go and take that survey, please. And there's the bit.ly for how you can join us. And that's bit.ly GEG MMA, where you can go ahead and join us over there because we could always use a lot more members. Uh, now it's Q&A time. Is there anyone in the chat that has any questions? Let's bring in Stephanie R, who's been behind the scenes, Stephanie Rothstein, and anyone else we want to throw up on the screen. Are there any questions? I've been looking. At the, a lot of it has been mostly just cheering you all on. So there, there are people all over the world that are excited for Minnesota cohort and group. Um, but there were lots of cheerings at the for each of the people that you had presenting so i just wanted to shout that out from the rooftops because your presenters are awesome it makes me go minnesota rocks like this your area 
you have some great people and this is just your opening event. So great yeah, job. Pretty, pretty fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to make sure this was good. So I got good people. So I didn't have to say much. In you fact, have, let's bring them back in. Do <laughs> you want to throw the slide deck up so people can go to that? Sure, I can, I can definitely do that for you. One second. There it yeah, is. There you go. If you'd like the presentation that you saw today with all the live links, especially for practicing all the things um, as far as getting certified and whatnot, uh, they're right there in the slides. Um, are Emily, Emily, Devin, Luis, anyone want to say anything? Just thanks for being here, you guys. I'm really excited that we got to kick this off together tonight. Cool. Thank you all. And uh, I think we got up around 15 people watching at one point. That's about <laughs> 10 more. So. It won't get rewatched and rewatched because this presentation was awesome. So I think one of the things that I would that I would say in encouraging people in your region and beyond is to message this out to all of the teachers at different schools, especially as you, depending on what is happening in your schools as you're closing the year, as they're thinking about what's going to be happening into the summer and how they're planning and looking at stuff for next year, message it out. You've got a video now. It'll be the same YouTube link that you came to to watch this. And then they can go back, rewatch this awesome launch, get inspired to want to continue on their journeys and to join you at future meetings. Um, and then they're welcome to join anything at Global Gag as well. And we'll, we'll help support Minnesota anytime and always, because you're awesome. You see, she wanted to hand backstage and she's an excellent MC. I don't know what the right? problem is. Yeah, she's awesome. I'm happy to let you shine. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> also, Innovator, you get this awesome t-shirt. Right? <laughs> oh, wait. And I was a badge and a backpack. And some people got fanny packs or bum bags. Depends on where in the world you are. Yeah, I think teachers are won over by swag. So, yeah, anything that can be won. Maybe one day, maybe that's a suggestion. Maybe some people in your area want certain swag that would be really cool in Minnesota. I don't know. That's not a bad idea. Just saying. If only there were somebody, people we could talk to regionally that would, oh, right. Annie. Somebody put that as a suggestion to Rick, Fred, Frederick, you know, all the above. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, how does this end? Okay. Um, you usually you can you can say bye and thank you, but yes, how does it end, Louise? How does it end? Well, we, we should say bye. Everybody should wave. And then there's gonna be a video that's gonna say like bye bye it. to everyone and we just say bye. Cool. We do. FYI, Stephanie Howell is waiting for her, her answers. We will let her know that her answers will come later in the chat because she asked some very complicated questions about breaking the calendar. Okay. She's uh, always very complicated. Oh, there. Okay, guys. Have fun. Thank you for Bye. coming. Thanks. Bye. 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 We're still live, aren't we?